Do you believe in magic in the Ramble Room? Your snapping caught me off guard. I'm sorry. Do you want to do it again and I'll st I won't snap? No. Leave it as is. Authenticity. <laughs> yeah, real authentic. Y'all, I have I got a story for you. I want to take you back in time. <laughs> Let me take you back in time. <clears throat> to the year is 2011? 10? I don't know. Why are you asking me? Why would I know? It was anywhere from 2010 to 2013. Your girl was nerdy. She, me. I'm talking about me. Was? <laughs> Is. Okay. Thank you. Anyway, I was in middle school. The worst years of my life, arguably. But also the best because I went to magic camp for like a month in the summer with this couple from our church who like we don't talk to anymore like it was weird no, we i didn't really talk to them beforehand it was just that the guy did magic at church and i thought it was really cool and because i had an interest in his magic tricks he was like she should come to magic camp and i went with them drove in a car to illinois indiana one of the two wild <laughs> and um i literally went and just watched people perform and you could take classes. There was a ventriloquist class. There was juggling class. It was basically how to be be a clown. And I was all for it. I remember I came home because they had like. <laughs> she had all kinds of magic tricks up her sleeve. They had like a little market where you could buy magic <laughs> tricks and they teach you how to do them. And here's the thing too is like it wasn't even just this one time. Like Jeff the man would take me to magic shows just randomly mm -hmm. and i was like how do you even find these? like even now as an adult i think back on it and i go how did he even find those places that were showing magic i'd assume it's kind of like comedy where like you find a magician you like yeah. and you just follow their thing but <laughs> it was like very or the internet what you're acting like there isn't True. a ginormous global search engine i suppose i could maybe we should do we should go to, to a magic show oh, anyway Lord. they it was very fun i like really got into it for like two years i was the magic queen i asked for a chris angel magic kit which i still have and uh yeah i'm I, chris angel i Today was, i'm gonna walk on fucking water <laughs> well that's the thing too is like it was a big thing like magicians on tv i don't think it's as big of a thing now no but it was like you had chris angel you had david blaine you had penn and teller they were all fake, let's be real. Okay, but Penn and Teller weren't just like a television show. They no. were doing stuff before that. Well, yeah. Most magicians are doing stuff before they get on TV, you doofus. No, it's not David Blaine. That's an actor. No, David Blaine, yes. What are, are you, you sure talking about? Who's David Copperfield? Is that another magician? I'm pretty sure I'm right. David Blaine is a magician. He might be a magician, too. Harry Houdini. Now that's a magician. <laughs> Actually, he was like an illusionist. He's not really a magician. But why Why am I bringing this up, you're thinking? Why is Ariana talking about her, her moonlighting as a magician? Melissa, would you like to tell them what movie we watched and give us a one-sentence pitch? Here. It says David Blaine is an illusionist. David Copperfield is a magician. Okay. I'm pretty sure Chris Angel's also considered an illusionist. Most people on television were illusionists, not magicians. Yes. Anyway, we watch now. You see it. Is sure this did. the f is this the first movie from two thousand five? I can't remember, but 
I I don't know. This was one I, I watched a lot growing up. And then I recently like refound it. <laughs> Not because of it was before Disney Plus that I started rewatching it. I like had to buy it in order yeah. to watch it. And I watched it. It was like one of the only movies that was downloaded on my phone when I was working at Jersey Junction. So during my breaks, I would just watch this movie oh <laughs> over and over and over again, watch, eating Jimmy John's and watching Now You See It. Okay, well, I loved this movie, guys. Here is the one sentence pitch. An aspiring TV producer searches for the world's greatest kid magician. I'd say it's accurate. I mean, there's yeah. a lot of there's a lot of plot. There's a lot more that <laughs> happens, but yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I'd say it's accurate. I am getting over an Afrin addiction, which is a nose nasal decongestant spray, so I cannot breathe. <laughs> so if you hear me sniffling, I'm not sick. I'm just New Year, new me. She's no in addiction. <laughs> no addiction this year. My gosh. Oh, guy. It, yeah, the instructions on the label of Afrin say, use for three days, no more than that. I have been using this nasal spray consistently since, this is embarrassing, since 2017. <laughs> Maybe 2016. <laughs> That's not good. No, it's You're definitely bad. in withdrawal. Yeah. But our aunt, <clears throat> our great aunt, used nasal decongestant spray so much that she got holes in her nose. So I'm trying to stop before I get to that point. Good God. Okay. Anyway. I'm pretty sure I gave myself sinusitis. So this movie starts with Allie. Machaka. Allie Machaka. Why are you saying Machaka? Because it's not every a time, hard last name to every say. Every time Mishaka. I look at it, every time I look at it, I just go Machaka. And her name is Allison, conveniently. Very convenient. And she's wearing a Harvard shirt, Harvard sweater, because she's smart. And we're in her room, and she's basically she's being very dramatic, and like she's doing a, she's narrating for us. She's doing the, this but is what happened a few days ago. It's kind of like Quince, where she's talking to the camera. Remember that? Yeah, but wasn't Quince like, like in the middle of the the scene? She would look at the. It was like breaking the fourth wall. Yeah. Whereas I guess this, that's she's true. talking to you, narrating what happened. Right. Sure. So she is the aspiring TV producer in this movie. And then you have Danny. And Danny is the magician that was talked about in the one sentence pitch. I had such a crush on. And looking back, I don't know why. <laughs> like, because I feel bad also, for saying that, but let's just, let's he's a white dude. Like, he looks like every white dude ever. But can we just note that throughout the entire movie, he does the same puckered up lip blue facial expression. <laughs> yeah, he should be on Zoolander at this point. I don't, he's like... Every time he does something or he, like, looks like he's thinking hard, he's, like, blue stealing. Yeah. I don't but know. I thought it was, even as, like, a teenager, when I was watching this at Jersey Junction, I still was kind of like, you know what? Danny could get it. <laughs> even now. I'm still into it. No, I am <laughs> just, not. Just a little bit. Not as much as I was when I was a kid, but <laughs> I can I, ju- I judge I don't him. see it. I judge him a lot more now, but <laughs> it doesn't matter. Okay. Yeah, sure. The nostalgia is there. Anyway, we basically meet this woman who's kind of in charge of um, the kid producers. Yes. And she's saying there's going to be a new reality show for kid magicians. Right. And that their job is to basically find contestants for it. And um, there's also a famous magician, Max. Max DeMilo, DeMilio, something like that. Something like that. And he's like the host of this 
magic show. Or kind of like The Judge. Oh my gosh. This was directed by Daddy Dwayne? Yeah, this was directed by Dwayne Daddy Dunham. He directs like thousands of these Disney Channel movies. He does, and we love him for it. I feel like he directed Quince. <laughs> I don't remember if he did or not, but... We'd have to look back, but he's, it's very plausible. He's His name constantly pops up on all of these movies. He also pops up in... Um, certain tv like crime tv shows we've watched right <laughs> and it's every time it's jarring it's like Dwayne, what are you doing here so um so then Allie or allison she she agrees to take on this challenge of finding the next kin magician and she wants to take it as like she's gonna do her own documentary piece on the journey of a kin magician winning this show right no well then why is she taking auditions they all have to take auditions. All of the kid producers are given a certain set of peop- of people. And the one rule that they talk about at the beginning of this film is never stop recording. So this is supposed to be like all the footage that she took, her and Cedric took. So all of the kids are the camera people for this reality show? Uh-huh. That sounds dumb. Who the fuck yeah, you would have do that? Ki- you have kid producers and kid camera people. <clears throat> and then they all have an adult mentor, which their Ali or Allison and Cedric's adult mentor is uh oh, what is his name? Paul. Yeah. So we get like this nice montage because it's a Disney Channel original. But we get this like there's a brandy. montage. There's a montage of all of these magicians and they suck. They all suck and um she's starting to feel helpless. And in true Disney fashion, she ends up with like cake Shit batter on her <laughs> face. I don't know what <laughs> I, I, like okay i guess apparently little kids enjoy watching people I mean, get shit all over their face so they're like we Melissa. gotta incorporate this into every fucking kids thing ever and you i'm remember like nick's tv awards with the slime yeah but like, as a child i remember watching those and going this isn't funny to me i thought it was hilarious you did i well when they would get slimed and fall on their asses yeah it was pretty funny I never Even saw now the I laugh at that. <laughs> like, I never saw the appeal. I just always thought, this is disgusting. There's, there's like the Lizzie or... McGuire food fight episode. Oh, I was yeah, like, no. this is disgusting. No, but there's I still, there was a, <laughs> Charlie Puth was on the Knicks Teen Choice Awards or whatever and got slimed and he slipped and fell on his face. And it's like, I felt bad because I hope he's not hurt, but also it was really <laughs> Yeah, funny. I don't know why Nickelodeon continues to do that because it's like, people you're going to have, over are they going to be again. held liable? Do people have to sign a waiver before they go on stage at the <laughs> Nickelodeon Choice Awards? It would not surprise me. All right, so now we're over the montage. This is their last chance. Allie has had it. Is up to, had it up to here with all these bad magicians. And their last person that they're auditioning is Danny. So then he starts doing all these tricks and they're not working. He's doing, it's just one trick where he is supposed to like blow up a balloon, pop it, and a dove is supposed to appear. Oh, and that's he right. does it like over and over and over and over and over again and it never works. And she's like, dude. It, I'd say it goes on an egregiously long time. We we don't need to have 800 different takes of him doing this balloon trick and it not working. No. Yeah. Just have him do it like two or three times and then she gives up. But it right. went on for but, like but a five-minute scene. That's what's crazy is that he did it three or four times. She was ready to give up. And then he gave this whole speech about, you're my last hope. And she goes, 
You're mine. And then it was literally a tangled situation. And then they do a 1500. And then they're still, Cedric is doing his best job as cameraman, still filming everything. And here's my thing. How do we have shots of Cedric ever? Because there are plenty of shots of Cedric, even in this scene. Well, that's what I'm saying is that the thing that we're watching on the film is not what Cedric is filming. No, because <laughs> because Allie says everything you at the end, she says everything you just saw, I put together. Oh, really? And it's like, how did you get footage of Cedric filming? Yeah, you? What other camera person do you have with you? It doesn't make sense. But anyway, so she gives up and they go to their car and then Paul opens the, the trunk. trunk and that hundreds of doves fly out. That was my impression of doves flying. And then Allie is so shocked and she looks up in the window and sees and Danny, Danny pursing his fucking lips in the window like <laughs> looking looking like he's contemplating life. Yeah, I really don't know why they, they were like But also was, kissing the window. I don't know what like, the facial expression is it here. It was like they told him look more pensive and he was like I don't know what that is so I'm just going to so suck I'm gonna in go my ahead cheeks. And purse my lips real big. So uh so then they show it to the producer, and, and like, one of the other kid contestants is like, "Yeah, it's unbelievable because you planned it." Yeah, he's a cynic. He doubts them because probably because he's also competing for. Yeah, you know. Well, I don't know. Do does each TV kid producer win something at the end if if the person they picked out wins? Yeah, I think so. Is there an incentive? I couldn't remember. So it wouldn't make sense if there wasn't. Right. There has to be some sort of competition for them too. So yeah, one of the other TV producer kids, he's like, that's bullshit and fake. And then, um, rightfully so. Like I would be thinking the same. I'd be like, there's absolutely positively no way. So then they get onto the bus, um, to go to the reality show. Right. Yeah. Oh, what's that guy's name? They're all, like, doing card tricks with each other. Because, you know, they're magicians. <laughs> and there's th- the annoying blonde guy who basically was like, there's no way that that was real. His contestant is doing these magic tricks on the I think bus. his name is Brandon. <laughs> Brandon, yes. And I love Brandon's laugh because <laughs> it has got to be one of the funniest, loudest things I've ever heard in my entire life. Can we know that on this bus scene, there is like a 30-year-old man sitting behind them? That's Paul. Oh. <laughs> they all have adult <laughs> counterparts, you weirdo. I thought you were each, supposed to be Each student. kid producer and cameraman <laughs> has an adult counter. Can I just say that it's been a while since we've actually watched this, and I'm yeah. not one who watched this religiously. So I did not know that you were that like, was what's supposed that to be weird Paul? extra who was just in the scene before and the other <laughs> scene and the other scene. But there is, there's a, <laughs> I thought he was supposed to be a kid oh, and I was like, he adult? looks way out of place. He's their adult supervisor, <laughs> you weird. <laughs> okay, well that makes sense. So then, so then Danny gets to the magician's castle or wherever yeah, the fuck it's like they're a mansion. staying. And then he has like a Harry Potter moment where he goes, I love magic. <laughs> I'm a wizard. I love magic. So then um, they move into this castle. They have kind of like um, their introductory show. Oh, his name is Mystic Max. So they have their introductory show where they all are kind of showing off their tricks, right? Or at least one of them. Is that what they're doing? No. Or they don't do that this yet? Is, this is where they all meet Max. Okay. And get their room keys. Danny is assigned to, is it Houdini's room? 
it, Max Max immediately has like this weird like favoritism towards Danny. Right. Like he he's like he tosses everybody their keys but gives Danny his key in like a magician way. Like it happens oh, consistently. Right, right, right. Where Max is like so it's like kind of a weird you get a weird vibe from Max about Danny like immediately. And Danny is we're kind of building the relationship between Allison and Danny because Danny's like, I don't want to talk to you. I don't want to do anything with you. The only thing I want is for you to just be my producer. Like, that's it. I'll do my own thing, and th- you do your own thing. Yeah, he's trying to be a loner. He wants her to leave him alone. She's trying to work on his charisma for oh, the he camera. Got, he got Merlin's room. Merlin's room. That's right. So he's trying to, like, he's trying to push her away because... He doesn't want anything to do with her. <laughs> right. Basically. And she is very consistent, like, uh, persistent, not consistent. She's very persistent in wanting to get more camera time on him. Right. She's like, we're a team. We have to act like when we have to do things together. And he's like, so then the next day. That's when they start doing <laughs> challenges for their tricks, right? Yeah. For the talent, for the TV show and stuff. So the first challenge is basically you have to come up with a trick using five items. Items, which is a basketball, a rope, a broom, a tank, and a blanket. blanket. And they have, I don't know, like 45 minutes to come up with a, 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 a trick. <laughs> An <laughs> illusion. Words are hard sometimes. <laughs> so then there's another magician, Zoe, and then Brandon, and they're doing like another montage of these magic well, illusions so and whatever. Zoe goes first, and then I think Danny goes, and then Brandon goes. Okay, yeah. So and Danny, Danny is like... He said, I'm going to make all of these objects disappear. And just, he pulls the curtain, the blanket away. And like, none of them have disappeared, but there's snow in the tank. And like, right. the basketball is spinning on a string on the broom. Like, and the trick is very impressive, but it's not what he said he was going to do. It's not what he said he was going to do. And then Brandon and his kid producer get upset because they're like, snow wasn't one of the objects. Yeah, why are you adding more objects? This doesn't qualify and shouldn't count yeah and then max agrees and basically gives him a lower score then brandon gets up there and he says that he needs an assistant and max is like well danny's right there use him and brandon's less than thrilled about that yeah then he basically has to hold up the blanket yeah it's all that danny has to do for brandon's trick and brandon is in the middle of saying something and he completely disappears (laughs) and everyone is like shocked and then you hear Brandon's iconic scream slash laugh, and he's, like, on this spinning wheel of death. Yeah. And in my head, I'm going, why wouldn't Allison go, that's not part of the trick. That's not one of the right. items. That shouldn't count either, because he's on a fucking spinning wheel. And wheel there's of absolutely no basketball, no rope, yeah. no tank, Nothing no blanket. <laughs> I'd be pissed. So then, later that night, Allie and... Cedric go to the stage to figure out how Brandon pulled off this trick because uh, they don't realize uh, something that we we know but technically the movie doesn't know yet if that makes sense so no. they're all investigating how this trick was done and even Brandon himself is like I don't know how the fuck this happened and but, he's like Danny did it well that's what he thinks right but then when Allison comes out and, and confronts him he's like I'm just, I'm not, I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dan's like, uh, I'm, I don't know what to say. This is when he gets the Houdini thing. 
Oh, I love it. If you watch his hand in this scene, <laughs> you can tell he's holding on to one of those spring-loaded wands. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> as soon as he points at him, he, like, lets it go, and he's like, how'd this wand appear in my <laughs> yeah. hand? And in my, my little magician head goes, it's just a retractable. Goes, a retractable wand, and I had, like, five of them, and they are trash. They are not that thick. <laughs> yeah, so Max, once again, is... Being showing favoritism, Danny. It's weird. Yeah, he's not doing it with any of the other kids, which I'd be like, that's suspicious. So pervert. (laughs) Then they're looking for Danny because everyone else is practicing their tricks. And then basically, he Allison finds out that Danny's in the library. He's basically doing research on the mansion and magic in general, and she thinks it's for um the show. And he basically explains to her, no, I, I'm just, I'm, I've read about the magic mansion and I want to, I've heard about secret rooms and hidden chambers and all this other crap. And I've heard you're good at puzzles. Maybe you can help me. So then they basically put all of these books together based on the binding and it comes up with like these two snake looking things. They're like gold on the side of the books. Oh yeah. I remember this movie so well <laughs> from watching it over and over and over again. And then we get this nice little long Longest scene of my life of them going up and down stairs into broiler rooms and whatever. Cedric's following them. Did with you say bro- broiler rooms or boiler? boiler. <laughs> I did say broiler, but going straight into a broiler and dying. <laughs> <laughs> it's a broiler room. It's hot as hell. And then they find like a symbol in one of them, right? Yeah. And Cedric's like, guys, I'm scared. And it's like, Cedric, calm down. We only invited you because we needed a cameraman. This is also <laughs> when Allison and Danny are like full learning hardcore. <laughs> So then they open up a secret passageway door into another, like a vault that has more books in it, right? Uh, or just has like artifacts? Isn't it just a room? <laughs> it's got like magical uh, things, but. Oh, they, they like press a button or something and they're transported back into the library. That's right. But in that room, there are different books and, and things like ancient yeah. magician books. And then, oh, that's right. Cedric presses the button that has a, like a weird symbol on it. Okay. And then they all like fall through the floor and go through and a portal. And there's a wonderful CGI of a CGI. top hat with cards in it flying at your face. <laughs> Could you imagine if that movie was in 3D? Come uh, on. Oh. <laughs> Spy Kids 3D. <laughs> but it's just this movie. So, yeah, they end up. On a similar Which, symbol that's on I, the regular library oh, floor. <laughs> and then we have more CGI shots of a top hat. But it's, like, supposed to be, you know, like, I don't know if anybody has seen this. I know Melissa and I have. The movie The Challenge, it's very reminiscent of that. <laughs> With Mary-Kate and Ashley. Where it's, like, a movie about a TV show. Right. <laughs> the editing is crazy we have more tricks we have like the second round where they all what what we didn't even talk about this but why he gave them all like the different wands oh the card i can't (laughs) he gave them all different wands because they all had to study that magician's tricks and recreate one that's right so that's their second challenge is to come up with an illusion or to do an illusion that this that magician came up with and basically put a spin on it and make it their own. And of course, Danny hasn't practiced this trick. And Allison doesn't know what's going to happen. And Max is rating each trick. With these <laughs> stupid cards. With cards that then pop out into the screen. Because I guess that's supposed to be the effect on the reality show. But No. That's oh, what's, it's, it's supposed to be happening in IRL. <laughs> no, no, no. Yes, yes, yes. But the card itself is not supposed... Is that just for our benefit as the audience? 
No, I'm telling you, Max is making the card float towards you. I'm pretty no. sure that's what they're insinuating. Ariana, no. Melissa. Otherwise, they'd have them react to the card, wouldn't they? No. Well, then that's stupid if that's based supposed to be real of, life. Mel, based off of what happens later in this movie, <laughs> it's very plausible that Max could make a card do that. Okay, fine. <laughs> it's just stupid. That's what I'm saying. So then we get to Danny's trick, and he's got to do Harry Houdini, like you said. And I, he doesn't. <laughs> he yeah. did something completely random. Um, what it's happens? Completely again? off base. What even happens? Brandon is dressed up as an elephant. Oh, and then he ends up on a <laughs> riding a bull. <laughs> yeah, he was supposed to make an elephant disappear. Like he Harry really Houdini can't did. make anything disappear to save. And then there's way. like um. Brandon dressed as an elephant riding a mechanical bull. Yeah, but Brandon does his hilarious scream laughter again. It's consistently Yeah, why is Brandon always the person who's on, like, the bad magic trick victim? He had to have been, like, some kind of stunt kid. (laughs) And they were like, or he was, like, in a carnival or something. And they were like, we need someone who can do these fun gags. And Brandon was like, I'll do it. (laughs) So now they're all arguing over whether Danny should be, you know, disqualified, disqualified or not. Brandon and so, his producer guy are, are really upset. And Brandon's, and Brandon's like, they're like, how did you do it? And he's like, I don't know. And Max is like, that's a great cover. <laughs> Max doesn't talk like that. He's like, that's a great cover. A magician never tells his secrets. And Danny's like, but I seriously don't know how I did it. And Max is like, okay, if you think you're genuinely a wizard... Then let's get you in front of a council. Yeah. He's like, we'll judge you in front of an actual magician council. A distinct, a, a group of distinguished experts. And I think he brings in, he brings in two cynics, two skeptics, and one uh, believer. So there's a, a psychic. He brings in a psychic and then like th- him and then two other people that are like magicians or have no real belief in magic is a real thing and they're going to evaluate if he's got uh, some actual magician magician gift or not yeah hello my name is joseph Drede, but you can just call me Drede. and i'm trudy and you're listening to qvchs and nbchj that was terrible is there a new product trudy or what absolutely what the product I have for you today is a little thing called a deck of cards. A, a dick of cards? A deck. Oh, a deck. Okay. Like a skateboard like the, deck. Like a porch outside? Yeah. What? How can you have a, a cards of porches? No, it's just a deck of cards. It's um, cards. It says ace, one, two, three, four, so five, it's like six, a, seven, a, eight, oh, nine, ten, oh, oh, jack, oh, oh. queen, king. It's like Joker. A, a porch made out of cards. No, you could probably you have you can make a card out of these. A that house sounds out of way these cards. cooler than whatever the hell you're gonna promote. But it's they just call it like the cards. They just call it a deck. Like all together, they're a deck. Okay, I, I don't, don't know th- why that sounds weird. I couldn't tell you. We're retailing it for fifteen ninety nine, and you could get it at uh, What the fuck? Why are you trying to speed through this? This is the only sanity I have for the four. four well, you don't speak a minute. You were not speaking, so I just I kept talking. I've been speaking this whole time. What's the function of a deck of cards? You play games Maybe with it. Me ask you fucking uh, questions. You can play. I'm not fucking Barbara Walters. Okay. 
You can play solitaire. You can play war. You can play not real war, but like you play the cards. Why can't you play real war? Well, it's just a game. I suppose you could play real hey, war if you war want. war is not a game, idiot. War. Huh. What is it good for? Apparently a deck of cards. Sing it again. Okay, what can you do with them? You play games. What kind of games? You already it's said solitaire, war. war. What the fuck is solitaire? Sounds it's like a, a disease. Game. It's a game you play by yourself. It's really fun. I'll show you. There's with the deck of cards. I will say we we put. I don't want you to show me with a deck of cards. Would you let me finish the pitch? You fight. bitch. So with the deck of cards, you get a forty-eight page instructional book which diff with different games, so you can play with your friends or 40, by yourself. Forty-eight fucking pages. It's a small pamphlet. No, that's not small. That's a fucking novella. What the hell are you? What the hell kind of manual? A deck of cards that needs a manual? It's forty-eight pages. Why can't you? Why can't there just be a link that you look up for games? Well, to I'm play sure. You, I'm sure you. If you really want to, you can go out to Google and type in how to play card game. What card games can I play by myself? Because there's no way nobody's going to play with you because you're mean, Trude. My God, you're so rude. I'll play with you. What? But I don't want to. You just to. said no one would play with me because I'm mean. Can you tell me you're not mean? No, but that's not the point. There are plenty exactly. of people who would play with me yeah, just because I'm mean. You. I'd play with you. Card games. I'd play card games with you. Yeah, can you please rephrase that? That was creepy for a second. Good God. Gonna have to call in HR. Oh, really? Yeah. You're gonna call HR on me? No. After all the things that we've I gone know. through. I understand. HRs are being plenty mad at me for all the threats I throw your way. I don't way. think HR is going to side with you on that one. I'm going to be completely honest. They're not going to side with me on what? That I'm horrible? No, that they will I, side they, with they're, me. they're not going to side with you that I did something bad to you. Well, we have the tapes. Is this recorded on tape? Yeah, but I'll I'll edit it out. How can you edit a tape? Because you gonna I'm... you going to cut it out with scissors? Yes, because I what know how to do these. What? You know you how ever, to cut out a cassette? You ever heard of a tape deck? Also called a deck! I'm now realizing there's quite a few things named after decks, but they're not all decks like on a house. Are you saying dick or deck? Deck. D-E-C-C-K. D-E-C-C-K. Isn't that how you spell That's deck? That's deck. Oh, what is what it? What the fuck is that? Is it D-E-K? D-E-K? Is that how you spell deck? It's D-E-C-K, I'm pretty sure. Oh, okay. That's how you say it about Listen, the porch outside English, your backyard. American is not my first language. American? English. English? English. What the fuck is English? Me. Okay, I guess that's what you're speaking. It's an interesting <laughs> language. I've never you're heard so, of it. English. You're so funny, you know what my product's gonna be next time? And it's a forty-eight page instruction booklet on the language and language. Forty-eight pages is not that long. It sounds long. <laughs> what does my yeah, put it put it in so terms of my, so put, does my deck exactly exactly. If, if you put forty-eight inches in comparison to something else, that's pretty long. Forty-eight pages, not inches. I'm saying forty-eight pages. The pages are only like a, a less than a centimeter thick. That's not the point. <laughs> They're it's like a millimeter, long. maybe less. It's still long. One page, not long. One inch, not long. You understand the correlation here, Drudy? How much are these again? You said they're fifteen ninety-nine. Drudy, you're really funny to me today. 
<laughs> you were correct. Really. Me. Uh, two seconds ago, I was a mean, cold-hearted <laughs> bitch. Now I'm hilarious. <laughs> You're always a mean, cold-hearted peach. But peach? <laughs> is that in your Manglish manual? What the fuck is oh, going on? Oh, dude, I think you're You're cracking me up today. Oh, Lord. Okay, so yes. 15.99. Oh <laughs> I'm fucking Don Rickles over here. <laughs> All right, okay. Get pulled together. 15.99 cents. That's it? Well, 15,000. Oh. <laughs> I don't think any of us I don't think anybody listening thinks that it's fifteen dollars. Yeah, that would be ridiculously it's expensive. We're so cheap. What? <laughs> we're so cheap. Oh right, yeah. We're cheap. And the the shipping <laughs> is cheap. The, the shipping is only two million. Well, that's not bad. So you I've can get worse. this product at shop <laughs> something like that. Have you ever had sh- have you ever had free shipping? The worst. Literally, I had free shipping on Amazon package because of Christmas for it. I got you gifts, and I yeah, fuck Amazon. I got so upset because it really came in such bad packaging because it was free. Exactly. That's how you know we do things right over free. here. Free, yeah. Our shipping's two million dollars because we wrap it in titanium steel packaging. We so put it can gold never leaf on it. We put gold leaf in the tape. It's Who else is fucking tri- doing that? Absolutely. No you know, you could resell just our packaging for about. <laughs> A thousand million dollars. You know those styrofoam peanuts? I'm sorry. Trudy was looking at me. Trudy is cracking me up today. Those styrofoam peanuts? We make circus peanuts, the candy. That's what we put in there. No, that is not what we put in there. The styrofoam peanuts We've put have actual flecks of real silver in them. We've put the circus peanuts. Real silver. We've put the circus peanuts in there And there's a diamond hidden inside of each one. Each box, yes. But you may no, not find it because it's crushed, up. It's crushed up into many, many little bits. No, you understand. Listen. His commercial box, is very long, but whatever. I don't die. care. Each box, the styrofoam peanuts have little flecks of real silver in them. And one styrofoam peanut in each box has a diamond hidden in the yes. middle. So you have to search through every single one. Yes. It's worth your money. It's worth the two million bucks. Okay, really I don't is, know what I, oh, I don't know what people's problem is. They they really have been coming for us about our packaging prices. Yeah. But it's like, were you not looking at the tape? Did you not look in the peanuts? That is not on us for not telling you beforehand. That is really on you. You threw away diamonds. This is not my fault. That's your fault. Not you know, your fault. Their fault. You know, luckily Brenda works in customer service, so we don't have to deal with that shit. Oh, Brenda doesn't work in customer service anymore. Well, who works in customer service? Brenda is dead. <laughs> I'm gonna go back to the podcast now, and you're gonna have a great time listening to our friends talk about this movie. And back to the podcast while I find out what happened to fucking Brenda. <laughs> and we're back, guys. I'm gonna be a thousand percent honest with you that that dirty Trudy really took it out of me. Mel, why don't you take over? Sure. So then Allison and Danny are in that stupid secret layer thing with all the Which ancient books. Looks like it's uh in that set in Halloween Town High. Yeah. Yeah, kind of. Like does. the locker. Yeah, their layer underground layer in the school. So he's talking to her about how he's his powers are real and he's worried that being tested by this group 
they're going to start like poking and probing at him and experimenting on him because he'll be like a magic anomaly and he's actually Harry Potter. <laughs> and so he's uh he's worried about that. He doesn't want to <clears throat> continue with this and then Allie is talking to him about how she also feels like an outcast. In my personal opinion, it's not the same thing. She doesn't have <laughs> random magical powers. That, come out of her ass. Yeah, yeah. She's not going to be experimented on for being weird. He's going to be experimented on. So she's trying to relate to him, and then they kind of, like, become friends, sort of. I don't know. He basically confesses to her that he has powers, and then she decides to just believe him, though. Yeah. Like, I mean, they were kind of already becoming friends because... Yeah, sure, they're in love. They're fucking 14 or something. So <laughs> so then comes the day of judgment. Judgment day. And <laughs> and there's the panel of the panel of skeptics and uh, psychic and whatever. And then um he levitates from his chair, right? Yeah. And then basically um everyone's like, "Oh my gosh, he's a real magician." And um Max's, Max, comes, Max comes up and basically shows that there's like a trick button or a trick leg or some bull crap on the chair that can make it look mm. like you're levitating. So then he imitates and redoes the trick, proving that Danny's a fake. And Allison is pissed. Hashtag pissed. And then, yeah, she she doesn't want to talk to him. She's so she's mad like, at you him. You lied to me and, and like, I like you. He's like, no, my powers are real. She's like, I calling bullshit. I don't trust you. Then she's trying to work on her footage to somehow put a story together for this. And Cedric is with her and she's going through the tapes and then she finds the tape of the doves coming out well, of their car. Cedric is like that that one trick he did with the doves was really cool and she goes, I can prove to you that it was fake and I can show you how he did it. Oh, okay. So then she like <clears throat> they're looking through that. And then she realizes that the doves just appear out of nowhere, and she realizes Danny um, was telling her the truth. And is that magical? Question mark. Yeah, he is magical. He's not a fake. So then, a fake she, and a phony. And he doesn't know the territory. She goes into that secret lair to find Danny, but he's not there. So then, um, she's basically hunting around the castle looking for Danny, and she stumbles across Danny and Mystic Max in a. In, like, Mystic Max's office? Yeah. Pedo. <laughs> it is a little weird. Because <laughs> it's, like, 4 a.m. <laughs> and he's been favoriting, favoriting Danny the entire time. Yeah. So then Max and Danny are having this conversation, and Max says, you can control your powers better. I learned how to control them, because then he, he admits to him, I, too, am a real magician. I, too. He's like, I am a wizard, Harry. And then he gives him this ring to control his powers. Yeah. So Danny's like, all right, with his pursed lips. And then he <laughs> goes back to his room. That's my impression of, of Danny. Like, if, if his pursed lips had a sound, it's, ew. <laughs> so he takes the ring, goes back to his room, and keeps it on. But Allie stays and listens in on Max talking to Paul. Paul, my adult supervisor? What are you doing in Max's office at four in the morning? And he's like explaining his evil plan as most villains do in <laughs> in movies. In true villain fashion. And Max yeah. is basically trying to steal Danny's powers. 
Yeah, he's saying the ring actually will help him control Danny's powers instead of the other way no. around. It just weakens Danny's powers. The ring basically draws the magic to the ring, so that and then he, when he <clears throat> takes the ring when back, Max he gains takes it. it off, he'll have the power. So he if gotcha. he kills Danny and then takes the I ring off, the power. he'll have the power. So now Allie feels she needs to warn Danny, and you know they're homies, so I get it. But then she goes to talk to Danny, and Danny's actually happy because he doesn't because the ring is drawing his power. He feels like a normal kid, like he doesn't feel weighed down by mm-hmm. things anymore. Oh, there's Paul in the background. He doesn't feel a need to purse his list. His list? He doesn't Because you'll kiss. He doesn't feel a need to purse his lips anymore. So then, yeah, Paul is in the background being sneaky and shifty and spying on them. I I do want to say Danny's acting is, you know, not great. But he's constantly talking, Allison, I'm finally free. Let me be. I just want to be a kid. It's like that kind of talking. He talks right out of his mouth. Right out of the front. He basically talks through his pursed lips. Right out of his mouth. And it's kind of always somewhat breathy and confusing. He's like, I want to keep my powers. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I want to keep control of my powers. He's such a good actor. <laughs> Did you say he's such a good actor? Yeah. Matthew McConaughey level. <laughs> yeah, sure. I don't know why I picked Matthew McConaughey. I could totally see this guy. What's his name? Johnny? Johnny Kapar or something? The actor's name? Johnny Kapar. I could totally see him in Dallas Buyers Club. Absolutely. I don't know why I picked Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, I don't know why you did either. I literally have seen two of his, three of his movies, and they're all of his rom-coms. <laughs> <laughs> they're not even his serious roles where he would, like, get notoriety. <laughs> so... Anyway. Then Alice, Allison tries to prove to Danny and everyone else that Max's plans are evil. And in and order, she has because tape. she took tape. We didn't mention that. She took video of Paul and him talking. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. We didn't so she that. goes to prove it. And Max shows up and he goes, let's see this tape. And then he rubs his thumb over it like he's got a meta, um, magnetic, magnetic gouger. And he like <laughs> rubs his thumb over it and he puts it in the thing and it's completely fuzzy. And she's like, he did something to it because he's a magician. And the woman who's running the show is like, Allison, you are burnt the hell out. You need to go home. Yeah. She's like, okay. Obviously, Allison is like seeing things because she's under she's so much stress. Right, right. So she the sends her home. The woman is actually very nice and cares. So she sends her home. And... On the bus ride home, like, she says goodbye to Danny. It's really a trolley ride, if you if you want to be technical. <laughs> sure, but I consider it a bus. So then on the bus, she has a realization, and she goes to the library. Because and, that's what you do. And <laughs> certainly what I do when I have a realization. <laughs> Mystic Max had a mentor, and that's the DeMilo guy. Who, and he was the original owner of the Magic Mansion. Antonio right. DeMilo. Yes, Antonio de Milo. And then she sees that Antonio in the casket has that ring on, the same yeah, ring. Yeah, he died doing an act or something. Right. But it's like mysteriously died, right? Suspicious. Because we, essentially, Max is the one that Basically, killed we find him. out that Max is actually a murderer, <laughs> not a pedo. And he's planning on doing Maybe the both. same thing to Danny. Danny, because Danny's young and already so powerful, so he would be even more powerful than Max. Right. And we can't have that. No, no, no. Max has to be the most powerful. I don't know. I'm talking like that. I don't either. 
<laughs> so Allie sneaks into the magic show by getting into that box. She basically gets a... <laughs> she pulls a sleepover. <laughs> hops in a box that's <laughs> wheeled in and basically is like, we got a package for Danny. And I will say during this moment where Danny is talking to Max <laughs> Brandon is in the background going, there's no sequence. Oh, there's yeah. sequence everywhere. This is a costume malfunction all the way. And he's yelling that. And they only got like one good clip of him yelling. And so they play it over I and over. I kid you not. Like 15 times. Yeah, and you it starts, the, the scene starts with him yelling that and ends with him yelling that. It's Wardrobe just malfunction line. all the way. And he says it over and over and over again. <laughs> and you can hear them when Max and Danny, when they have pauses in their conversation, you can hear him talking about the freaking sequences and the wardrobe malfunction <laughs> just on a constant loop. It's crazy. <laughs> Gosh. So then I think, does Brandon go first and then Zoe? Yeah. I think so. Oh, never yeah, mind. Yeah, no, because then there's Zoe. Okay. okay, Zoe goes next. And then Allie finds Danny. She gets out of her magic box. <laughs> and she's trying to convince him that the ring on there is is going to weaken him to the point where Max is going to try to kill him. And Danny's like, I, uh, I just don't believe you. Right? Yeah. He basically is like, this is the first time I felt even remotely kind of free from this. I don't believe you. And she's like, please. Please believe me. Please take a leap of faith. And then he's like, I gotta go. I'm, I gotta get on with the show. And then she says, just take your ring off. And so he doesn't. And then he goes and continues to do his act. During the act, there is like a, a thousand pound late weight that he's going to try to lift, right? Yeah. And like, it's a thousand pounds of pure lead. And like supposed to lift it above his head right and he does and it floats above his head he gets it to levitate and then it's about to crash on him and allison goes look out (laughs) and and he like ducks out of the way barely and then it like crashes into the stage and this is when danny's like oh max is trying to kill me okay i guess i should have believed her (laughs) yeah so then max and him are arguing on stage And Max pulls out the magic box that Allison went to go hide in again. And he starts putting swords in there. And then he hears Allison scream and he's (laughs) freaking out. So then Danny goes to open the box and Allison has disappeared. And then literally like two seconds later she reappears. In like a magician assistant outfit. Which when did she change into that? I don't know. (laughs) Apparently she's really cool. Quick change. So then Allison removes the ring because you can't take the ring off yourself. So she takes the ring off of his finger. Yep. But um, he's already had weakened power. So then Max is like lifting him up in the air. Okay. And let me just tell you something. <laughs> We're getting towards the end here. It's the worst CGI and ending ever. The, I told when Melissa and I were watching this because I remembered it vividly. She did not. I told her. Please watch this in its entirety. And I'm telling you people, please watch this in its entirety. Basically, Allison reminds Danny that he has the ring in his pocket. And Danny goes, hey, Max. <laughs> and then flies at him at warp speed. 
and magically throws the ring on his finger and then dives right into his stomach and, and he disappears he into a the puff of smoke. creepiest smile on his face as he hurls <laughs> towards Mystic Max. And then they both disappear in a puff of smoke for two seconds. Danny arrives victorious, takes a bow, and his dad goes, Yeah! <laughs> It's like that was the big battle at the end. It'd be like way cooler if they had, you know, some more stuff. And I'm telling you, to, because I know I was laughing, but please watch it in its entirety. It is insane how bad it is. Uh, and then, so we basically, then we get a recap and yeah. uh, we're back with Allison in her room saying, and everything went well. Max disappeared, but we don't know where he went. And then... Ariana was saying that she thinks they I, were I leaving think, it open yeah. for a sequel. Because basically she's like, and where's Danny? Well, he's he's in hiding, trying to harness his powers for when he like has to have another battle or another match with Max. Right. And then she goes, and I don't even know where he is. And then the a bowl of popcorn starts levitating toward her head. And then she's transported in another iconic CGI with the top hat. crossfade with the top hat. And then all of a sudden Danny appears and she's in a park and she goes, ah, how'd I get here? And then he says, magic throws the little friggin' top hat at the screen. And then you get uh, pictures from the movie while Allie sings, do you believe in magic? I, I said to Ariana, love this movie. I said to Ariana, most Disney Channel movies are just a giant acid trip. Where yeah. you're like, especially the ending there, it was really rushed. Yeah. It was like, what the fuck? Just they said, how, they said, how can we defeat Max? I know Daniel Flyer. <laughs> I feel like they could have done something better with the magician battle. Like, yeah. oh, he puts him in a straitjacket. And he's got to get out of it. Oh, he put him um, in handcuffs. I don't probably. know. Probably. They could have. You know what I mean? He like just saws more... him in half, but right. it actually kills him. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Just like more magician trick battle yeah. instead of just, I'm going to spin in the air. And then it was dive like, towards you. It was almost like they they recorded, they like filmed all of this movie. And then, and then at the end they were like, we don't have an ending written. And then they wrote <laughs> yeah. that. Um, I did say, I said that it feels like Hallmark writers that were rejected, that took a bunch of acid, wrote the the movie, <laughs> and then said, here, take it for cheap. And Disney said, please. Uh, what's your moral of the story, Mel? Um. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's, it's hard because it's a great movie and there's so many morals. Uh, it's oh, great. I love this movie. I loved it. So I love it. I don't care. I'm just thinking. I don't care that it was bad. I love it so much. My moral of the story is that if you are going around searching for a kid magician and you come across a guy who's like, I'm going to make a dove pop out of this balloon and he doesn't do it after the first try, get the fuck out of there. I don't care how many doves come out of your car. Don't bother with him. It'll save you a lot of trouble. A whole hour and a half's worth. (laughs) Um, my moral of the story is don't trust old men that randomly have a, a pre- preferred interest in you. And call you into your office at 2 a.m. <laughs> yeah. In the middle of the I, night to have a chat and give my, you a ring. Honestly, my moral of the story could be don't trust men. <laughs> it would still work for me. Um, thanks for listening. I don't know. We've never done that before, have we? 
Thank you so much. We'll talk to you later. We are at Ramble Room <laughs> <laughs> on all social media. Bye.